President uh, Michael D. Higgins has led tributes to cancer campaigner Vicky Phelan as a person of powerful inner strength and commitment to the public good. The mother of two and cervical cancer campaigner passed away yesterday morning at the age of just 48. She had exposed the cervical check scandal in 2018 when she refused to sign a confidentiality agreement in a court settlement against an American test laboratory. She'd been diagnosed with terminal cancer in 2017, three years after receiving a false negative smear test result. And among the huge volume of local support for her down the years included one outside Sligo City Hall in 2018 when local women left their knickers on the steps of City Hall. Why do we bring knickers here today? Because the knickers cover the parts of us that this scandal is now involved in. We as a nation, not just a group of women, not just a group of people in Sligo, but we as a nation demand accountability. Myself and a friend trying to put social media to good use for a change and two of us were talking and I said, you know something, I'd love to go in to somewhere like the town hall and just throw a pair of knickers at the door and say, you know, I matter, I care and I care about these women. And today at this, today at this turnout, I found out from one of my friends that turned up here, one of her sister-in-law's best friend Catherine came out on the news the other day to say that she's one of the victims and she's dead, that's one of the women that's dead, one of the 17 that's gone, that we know of that we know of, it's not fair it's not fair Well the main organiser of that demonstration was Patricia Connolly and Patricia joined us uh, on the line now and I suppose first of all Patricia your reaction to the sad news yesterday of the death of Vicky Phelan Well I'd say no more than all the other women in Ireland uh, there were tears still are every now and again I've been watching the news now the pour out of love and affection for that lady is second to none and rightly so she did what she did in public for us for the rest of the women of Ireland that she left behind very very sad day for Ireland yeah and and I mean that that was the, the views expressed not only by you but by all the women who attended that particular protest at City Hall in Sligo a couple of years ago. And as I remember, you, you organised that because you were outraged by what you heard. Uh, yeah, from... and I was actually looking on Facebook there a minute ago and I seen it come up as the event on my Facebook page. And it was the 12th of May, 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it said was, I'll just, show it, I'll just read it to you. Protest Solidarity Walk. Please, people of Sligo, come to O'Connell Street. 3 p.m. tomorrow, Sunday. So that was, the word must have broke out on May 11th or 10th. That would have been the Friday or Saturday before that we heard it and seen it on the news. Come tomorrow to show your solidarity for the victims of this cervical smear test scandal. Let's meet up near Johnson's Court entrance in O'Connell Street. And I said, please bring a pair of knickers with your name on it to wave and leave at the doors of Sligo Town Hall Every one of us knows someone with a cervix. We all want to show these women affected and their families that we stand with them. We need to show our government we demand accountability. That was May 2018. Yeah. And so it, we were only after hearing that these women had been wrongly diagnosed and had now, and were now dying of cervical cancer. Which, which outraged a lot of people at the time, I remember, judging from the speeches, including oh, yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. Rightly so. 
Did you think of it? Now, Vicky had her smear test in 2011 and her smear test came back negative. Yeah. She was diagnosed with cervical cancer in 2014, which was three years later. And it wasn't until 2017 that she was told about the cock-up with the smear test in the first place. And then we heard about it as public, as the public in 2018. And we only heard it because Vicky wouldn't sign the clause in the court to say that she was going to keep her mouth shut yeah. about what had gone wrong. That lady, through no fault of her own and through some strength that only the Lord himself knows, became one of the strongest people that I think any of us will ever have the honour of knowing about. Whether we met her or not, we all felt we knew her and loved her. Such a strong, strong woman and such a woman that fought for women's rights. And this is one of the women's rights that was not going to be brushed under the carpet as far as Vicky Phelan was concerned. She, she saved lives, uh, Patricia, and and will, will continue to save lives by what she oh, stood yeah. for and what she spoke and out she against. And she said herself, she did this selfishly. And how dare she use the word selfishly? Because she did it fantastically. But she did it, as she said, selfishly for her daughter. So this would never happen to the likes of her own daughter. And the women in the 221-plus movement and Vicky's tribe that have been following her, I was one of the ones on Vicky's tribe on Facebook, as was thousands and thousands of us. And uh, we were trying to, you know, keep in contact with her progress, with her illness. When she went to America, she would come on and show us little videos of how she was getting on, tell us about how her, her tests were going, how the treatments were going and the trials that she was going through in America. And then she told us how these things had, okay, lengthened her life, but they weren't it had got to a stage where it wasn't going it wasn't going to get any better and it was palliative care was coming up next and it was lovely to be able to be part of the people following her and I say lovely, I don't mean that in a, in a flippant way yeah. but it was nice to be able to be involved in the littlest way even if it was only turning on Facebook and checking in to see how Vicky was doing today you know? Yeah, I, I'm sure you hope that you, you never or anybody in the region ever has to go out and protest or demonstrate again for the very issues that Vicky was speaking out publicly on. Well, 100% now. Like, no woman should ever have to be treated this way. I mean, what happened to those women was treated like a dirty secret that was to be swept under the carpet. Women's health has to matter. And it has to be spoken about. Our bodies and our mechanisms in our bodies, are nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing to be dealt with in a whispered voice. I mean, we, we all, every, woman, every woman has a period. Every woman is, is got the option to have childbirth. We'll be going through smear tests, cervical checks, mammograms, breast checks, and menopause. This is happening to every woman in every home. It's happened to our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers, and it's going to be happening to my daughter, my granddaughter's, and their daughters. This isn't something that just happened along yesterday or today. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Like Vicky's 48 years of age and she's dead now today. Gone way, way too soon because somebody cocked up. See, that's the simple reason why she's dead. It's because somebody cocked up and they wanted to hide it. 
Now, she's a daughter, she's a, a sister, a wife, a mother, an aunt, and a best friend to how many? And now she's gone. And like Emma, Emma McMahona from Kerry was the other lady who went public with her sickness yeah. and her, her health issues. And only because of those two brave, brave girls, we found out what happened. It's, it's, it's just so, so sad. It's, it's, I, I think Vicky's friend on the news saying how she was angry. I can understand why she's angry because I feel angry. She shouldn't be dead. All the other women, there's 221 plus that were diagnosed wrongly. I, we don't know, well, I don't know to date how many of them are still alive. But none of them should have been diagnosed wrongly. And it's not, it, it, it's not something that should ever, ever be allowed to happen again. And if that's the one thing, the one good thing that comes out of what happened to Vicky and Emma and the other ladies, that this never, ever happens again then we have them to be thankful for, to this for. Not, not, I'm afraid, not the people who are doing the tests or anything like that. We have to be thankful to these women for the fact that this might never happen again because they actually made it so public and so heart-rendering that we became part of their lives. They, they, they brought us into their lives. They brought us into their homes. They brought us into their illnesses. And now, sadly, we're all going to sit and watch the funerals. You know, and that's something that shouldn't have happened. Okay. Simple as. 